take some moments to settle, being aware of uh, what you bring with you, kind of checking the inner weather. There's a shift from the head into the body. Noticing your hands, your lifeness in your hands, in your belly flow of the breath, and letting everything else be, coming and going. If you notice that you get entangled in the stories, in the stream of thinking, you Gently, without hurry, slide back, feeling the aliveness, the breathing, Short glimpses of peace, stillness, just surrounding you, pervading you. Then I invite you to notice an area of discomfort in your body. And this could be physical discomfort from sitting or some emotional discomfort. Just an area of your body where you feel a bit tense or constricted or numb or invite you to bring your awareness towards that area.
breath can help you a bit. I notice if there's any kind of rejection or <coughs> hardness, harshness. Just notice that. Maybe kind of a pull to think about something nice. And see if you for a few moments can just stay connected with that discomfort. Just being with it. Then, with the next in-breath, see if you can bring a yes. Yes. You could say it in your own words. As if you are talking to a wounded child. Yes. This hurts. So yes. into the discomfort gently and you, and you gaze at it from a bit of a distance, not too close and, and you say yes, you, you talk to it as if you're talking to an anxious child yes or okay And you notice what happens. Maybe you can allow the edges to soften a bit. And if your mind wanders, you bring it back into breathing and gazing and holding the discomfort. As if the Dalai Lama or Jesus would hold that discomfort. And then look a bit closer 
drop the words, the descriptions, the stories. And just ask yourself, be a detective, what is really there? If I don't call it anything, what is really there? Why is it difficult to be with this? Why is it difficult? And bathe the area of discomfort with your breath. As if your breath is carrying Love, soothing, and then you and you bring your awareness back into your whole body. Notice, yes, there's discomfort, maybe, but there's also other areas in my body. My hands, my feet. And some places feel quite okay, or at least better. So. See if you can have a bigger perspective. And then look at your discomfort and <coughs> cease. Stop to call it mine. Stop to call it mine. the discomfort. And then open your awareness and reach out to the people around you. They struggle just like you. They experience discomfort, pain, hurt, loss, just like you. And let's breathe together into our discomfort, into our pain. Nobody alone. Bathing. Pain and kindness.
so I want to say a few few more things shortly so that there's time for questions. And I, I think I have to continue with this. Um, the first is um, in the third step where Milarepa is listening. So this is probably where, you know, so where we can uh, kind of what we could emphasize in our story, in our practice. And it's a bit of a tantric approach, which is really powerful. There's even a practice called feeding the demon, you know, transforming the demon. Because in the tantric view, you, 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 you see that all the demons have wisdom. All the demons are actually helping you to awaken. And all the demons have life's energy, which you, you, you want to rein, reintegrate into your own consciousness so that you can awaken. And this is, this is amazing. I mean, it's like there, is no, there are no enemies in your psyche. In the end, they are all allies. And we all need them to bring the starship home. We need the whole team. They need to join us. We can't throw them out. We can't disconnect from them. Because if we disconnect from them, we disconnect from life's energy. This is, uh, I mean, this is a kind of, it's a cognitive reframing, yeah? But that's a really powerful cognitive reframing. Because before you would think, yeah, I need to get rid of these demons. I need to get rid of my anxiety. I need to get rid of my anger. I need to get rid of my grief and then I will be enlightened. So it, it, it makes you really like uh, peaceful with non-violent with yourself, with your own experience. And then also then we, we can talk a bit more about later, I mean in, in you know, the next 10 years about uh, your, so what are what are what are the practices? Yeah, but just to kind of start to change your attitude towards your experience is a big thing. Just to doubt that it is about getting rid of feelings. Just to doubt that and see. Oh, is there is there another way? Is there not, is there really another way? <coughs> Then the last step. So the last step describes the, you know, the awakening, what is called awakening. It's like through, through ye saying yes, you start to create the space because you dissolve the resistance and you increase your vitality through that, where you can 
directly see that there's nothing. That you can't find the demon. That the demon is made up. That the demon is a projection of the conceptual mind. So you say yes to the demon and then and then it kind of it's like you see, well this is like a dream, it appears, but it's not that solid, it's not that real. It's not it, it, I can't find it. I, I can't actually let go of it because when I try to let go of it, I I start to see I start to experience there is nothing there to hold on to. I mean if you want to let go of something first you have to have it. But if you kind of But not only that, there's also nobody here. There, there's nobody there being, being threatened by demons. There's nothing here which you need to defend, except what you make up. So, and that's the moment where, you know, where Milarepa, he kind of, he, he, it's like the war is over. The war is finished. There's nothing here to. There's nothing here to protect. <coughs> Clear. And then the energy of this dualistic split. No. I'm here, and there's a predatory universe full of demons out there. So that, so that war is just in the, and life's energy in, in that manifests through you, through the activities of a fully enlightened Buddha. End of story. <laughs> okay, so any questions? Comments, doubts? Yeah. Seems it seems to be in your world, <laughs> in my world, uh, no, no. Uh, not. No. But uh, I I don't really get your question. Um, can you repeat it or? Uh, I think I'm confused by the. Mm. 
how I understand the path to enlightenment is first of all like the, the idea of the I, the self-cherishing I, is something to be abandoned. Mm. To what do you mean with abandoned? No, what do you mean with it? Um, like it's the root of all suffering. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's the root of ignorance and attachment and grasping mm. and being angry. And therefore, um, you have to practice, practice like giving up the self cherishing and cherish others instead. Which is the ultimate hope to enlighten uh, It's uh, no, se self-cherishing is very good. Oh. <laughs> uh, so respecting yourself, taking care of yourself, being compassionate, you know, setting boundaries. Uh, take, I mean, so uh, so that's uh, that's very healthy. Uh, but of course, I get your point. I mean, uh, no, it's, uh, so you see a, like a, a kind of conflict. Would you say what I described would would be uh, self-cherishing? Somehow, yes, because it's kind of you self-cherish part of yourself that you usually don't cherish, but now you cherish them. Yeah. So, yes. What would be a better way? <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, it's, no, it's just more like a, a confusion. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I understand. It's also uh, part of that confusion is um, so this. Uh, um, so in the Buddhist teachings, uh, there's like a different uh, ways, no, different. I wouldn't say levels, but. Sometimes it seems that uh, instructions you get from different traditions or different teachers, they contradict each other because they are a different kind of medicine to different kinds of people. So, and then sometimes it, it, it feels like here they talk about, you know, so from a Shravakayana point of view, uh, doesn't matter if you don't know the word, anger would be has a very bad reputation in, in the Shravakayana. Uh, and it has, this, it has this value. I talked last time about it uh, a bit, you know, about working with anger. So, but then the Tantrayana, which I didn't talk about Tantra, but there was a bit of a view of that. There's a, a different view, a different uh, approach. And uh, so it depends also a bit what you know? What makes sense for you? Where are you? Where where you are in your life? Uh, and then it takes some time to see how all these different views and practices how they are connected. They actually don't contradict each other. They are like just different medicine for different people in different times of their life. Uh, when you say abandon self-cherishing, so that probably you are rather talking about 
abandoning the egoic process or something like that. Yeah? But there is nothing to abandon there because it does not exist, it's, it's made up. So overcoming the ego, sometimes some people say overcoming the ego or something like that, is actually, if you want to use overcoming the ego, is actually to find out there is no ego. You can't find it. Uh, and I think, I mean, it's also a bit kind of life's experience, I think, for me also, like kind of trying to battle with anger and uh, eros and figuring out what that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's like just so. Is there something else? Yeah. So this this kind of battling and manipulating in the first uh, two stages of uh, Milarepa that can go on for many many years, and you try different things, and you and you really, I mean, you really, you know, you, you kind of you want to be a pure Buddhist or something like that, and, and, and so, and then you kind of oh shit, it's not working. So is there something else? But then the training you had before helps you actually then to, you know, to do the, do the other things. Uh, yeah, and then I'm I don't know. For me, like abandoning my demons. Why it's just it sounds it does yeah. Probably a confusion among people, right? Yeah. Um, just keep on coming for like <laughs> a year. It takes some time uh, to uh, be able to hold different Buddhist views and practices at the same time, using them when it is appropriate without getting confused and without saying, this is right. And this is, you know, Tantra, the Buddha never taught or something like that. So that takes some time. First, you need to kind of have an overview and know Ah, this is this belongs here. This belongs there, and then also it depends on your preferences and your and your energy. And so, I wouldn't say you're confused. It's just um, takes some time. Mm -hmm. So something else. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering like, how you could practice when you think alone and it's only mm -hmm. the second week. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and also, and mm -hmm. also when, when you get this feeling of anxiety, anxiety and so on, mm -hmm. so how do you react when you're like, okay, now I have this feeling, then I know I have to change my language about. Mm. This feeling, something like that. Mm. If you 
Oh shit. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great. Uh, and you want to all le you want to learn it in in two days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one day, you know, like one evening. Yeah, you I mean if you're hooked now and if you're lucky you are then you know you have to prepare for a lifelong journey to really answer these questions yeah because it's like it's a it's a, it's like a journey uh, and it's so exciting it's the most exciting discovery <laughs> i mean forget going to australia <laughs> i mean who would waste the money to fly to australia to look at sand <laughs> if, if if here, uh, I mean, is that your psyche is the most amazing wonder? Yeah. So, but now uh, it's like. Uh, so one way is I have a podcast with with a lot of guided meditations. It's called Natural Meditation Podcast. So you could you could just go there and listen and listen guided meditation and to teachings and so you do that for some time like you know and then uh, i mean of course it also depends if you <coughs> kind of kind of feel yeah this is someone i can listen to yeah so that's also very personal uh, but also you know while i teach i always give you know kind of my resources like so i point people to the different teachers where I got what I'm saying. So that's also then a lead you can follow. Uh, and then uh, there's other teachers. So for example, uh, next week there will be uh, Rubina Curtin coming, Venerable Rubina Curtin. She's a, is a nun from, from our tradition. Um, got it in 78 and so she's really a very exceptional person and she will give some introduction of teachings into the Buddhist thought and thinking so that also is good to kind of get teachings and you know it's it's like a, it's also part of this has to be also intellectual kind of understanding what is the path how does the path work uh, you know so that, that, that's uh, that's important. And Rubina is is uh, really she she will teach on Tuesday, the first time, and then Thursday, and then the whole weekend. And just come, you will definitely learn something. And she's quite a quite a interesting person, like energy wise. Yeah, so would be good for you to get some of that. <laughs> uh, so, and then, mm, uh, then uh, you know, there's retreats. So at one point you could attend retreats, meditation retreats. I lead several this year in Sweden, in Denmark. So, I mean, so that's... There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of uh, since you are here this evening and you maybe want to come regularly, then 
Yeah. So that's kind of what I can offer from my side, and then, and then, uh, you know, you might at one point, Rubina or me, we might mention a teacher or a book. Yeah, and then you have another lead, and, and then you, and then you follow that. Uh, so, what you, the, your question around anxiety, uh, I have also, I have also a YouTube channel, but also on my podcast, like which you can listen to on Spotify and SoundCloud. I'm talking a lot about that, exactly about this situation uh, of anxiety. I mean, I, I have like hours and hours of exploring this with different kinds of uh, methods. Uh, and then you listen to that. And then I also, in these talks, I also give the teachers I and the resources where I draw from, and then you know you could go there and explore that, uh, because there's not there's not only one way how to experiment in the situation you just described. There's like a it's like a playground, so it's like wow yeah, so what can I do here and uh, and it's integral and it's complex yeah so and then you try something and. Yeah, it's it's so exciting. It's so it's so exciting to work with anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, and it never stops. Uh, but as the first kind of direction, no, I kind of okay. One very helpful thing is to ask a question, and that is, where do I feel this in my body? Where do I feel this in my body? And then, okay, then if you, if you suffer from anxiety, then listen to some of my talks around fear. And you will get some ideas where to go or what you need to train or where, you know, what help you can get. And 